Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Matthew Gavidia, Assistant Editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. Efforts to ensure that veterans have timely access to health care include community partnerships and the Veterans Choice Program. But new research suggests that women veterans may be receiving less care particularly those who report unstable housing or mental and behavior health issues. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we speak with Laurel A. Copeland about the paper Gender Differences in Newly Separated Veterans' Use of Healthcare. The study can be found in the March issue of the American Journal of Managed Care. Welcome to Managed Carecast, Laurel. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. So for our first question, can you discuss what was the objective of the research and why was it chosen? Sure. This paper was part of the Veterans Metrics Initiative, a six-way survey study of the transition of military personnel from active duty into civilian life. As you know, that's a fairly uh, sensitive time in their lives. Um, I was interested in whether the women veterans were using the Veterans Health Administration, the VA, uh, upon discharge from the military. And so, um, you know, in most of my work, I'm looking at the electronic medical record data within the VA, and that can go back many, many years, whereas this study afforded me a chance to look at entry into healthcare. And of course, it's, uh, it, I also was able to look at both VA and non-VA care. I wanted to see what psychosocial factors were associated with new veterans' health and health care. So this analysis looked at the first 15 months of transition from the military into civilian life, and uh, we looked at gender differences and clinical, social, and lifestyle correlates in, in healthcare use. So what were some of the main findings of this study, and were you surprised by any? Sure. The main findings were essentially that women use the VA healthcare about as often as men do, although they use non-VA healthcare much more, about twice as much as men do. So let me explain that a little bit. When I was first studying public health uh, at the University of Michigan, I took a course on gender differences in healthcare, and the professor started out by summarizing the course as follows. Women get sick, men die. By this, she meant that women tend to go to the doctor quite a bit more than men do. And of course, uh, that uh, men's lifespans are somewhat shorter than women's. So when I saw this effect in our TVMI data, our Veterans Metrics Initiative data, um, I wondered why weren't women using the VA more than men were? Well, we speculated on why that was. We we really couldn't couldn't answer that question directly, Um, but we did see that they, they, used it quite a bit less than than expected. Um, And then a surprising finding you asked about uh, was the connection between housing instability reported at baseline and reduced use of healthcare one year later. That is, uh, it's unsurprising that people who worry that they don't have a place to live don't go to the doctor, but why would women in particular show this effect and not men? Is it because their housing insecurity is more persistent or are male veterans getting the help they need more quickly? Um, Are men using the VA outreach to homeless veterans more effectively? I found this result very thought-provoking. Where are the opportunities for the Department of Veterans Affairs to target support for veterans leaving the military? 
That's a great question. The VA offers uh, a wide variety of services, actually. Uh, you know, healthcare, maternity and newborn benefits, housing assistance, uh, disability payments, incarceration transition support, support for the homeless and for those with food security, um, and even family counseling through the vet centers. But we're just really starting to look at what additional programs and policies would be a good fit to VA resources in the area of unmet social needs, you know, beyond the food insecurity and homelessness. Uh, so this is, uh, I'm a researcher, so I'm talking about research is now beginning to look at what would work. And we are uh, working with community partners to, to try and find out how to reach veterans and deliver those services. So in particular, are, how do the needs of women veterans require a different approach to care and support? Well, I think that women veterans really have a full plate of practical and psychological issues to contend with. When they're coming out of military service, they need to line up a job and housing and establish a new way of interacting with their families and establish a new social milieu compared to when the military dominated day-to-day -day activities. Part of that transition process is putting together healthcare for themselves and possibly for other family members. And time is very short, but expertise is also important. So um, if the VA is convenient and women feel that they will get good care without being hassled when they're at the VA, then they might choose the VA. But uh, I mentioned being hassled because harassment of women patients and veteran staff has really been an important topic of discussion lately. Women in all roles need to be able to go to the VA and use it without receiving comments about their appearance or imagined intent. So in a male-dominated environment, this has really proven to be a significant goal. So how can the Veterans Health Administration partner with outside organizations to strengthen care and support for veterans? Yes. Uh, currently, of course, we are working with management companies to connect veterans with community providers and with police departments all over the U.S. to offer jail diversion for socially disruptive veterans who have psychological disorders, residential care facilities, a wide variety of partnerships. Um, mostly how we get to those partnerships is through policymakers in the VA and researchers in the VA reaching out to potential partners or vice versa, and then working uh, to develop the program and then to test it uh, in a research setting and find out what works. Um, it's really a dynamic process going on all around us. We certainly welcome uh, statements of interest from those who are uh, not in the VA. Uh, please feel free to reach out. Um, actually, finding out what works uh, was the impetus behind the Veterans Metrics Initiative, the study that this paper came from. The Henry Jackson Foundation, which interacts with a lot of uh, foundations who want to support veterans, uh, asked, what, what works? There are so many programs out there that are just transition and assistance programs to help veterans reintegrate into civilian life. There might be 50,000 programs out there. What should we support, asked their, their, uh, their foundations. How do we know what works? So TVMI, the Veterans Metrics Initiative, was designed to assess how well people are, the veterans are doing in many domains, health, work, school, finances, family, et cetera, and what was their use of transition and assistance programs. Then we broke down the programs that they named into their program components. So what was offered? How was it offered? What, what supportive uh, assistance was offered so that they could use what was offered? 
when we analyze the data together, which is a pr in process currently, we'll be able to say, these are the program components that you can work into what your program offers to support work well-being. Or here's the components that will support social well-being, and so on. So that's how we took that approach. To add on to that, what are some of the unanswered questions for further research on gender differences in veterans' healthcare? I would really like to see researchers working with leadership to delve into this question about the housing insecurity among new veterans, because this affected about 10% of the people we surveyed. And I'm talking about at baseline, we asked them whether they were concerned that they might lose their housing or be unable to continue staying where they were living. Um, and baseline was only three months from, within three months of separation from the military. Um, I would like to know why this housing instability affected women veterans in, about their health care much later. That does seem uh, something we should look into. And lastly, is there anything else you wanted to add that has not yet been addressed? Well, I really like this Veterans Metrics Initiative study. This particular study analysis was really a secondary use of the data. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of those uh, those core papers about the program com components I mentioned. Um, I'm also working on a study of uh, financial well-being in this group, and I think that'll be quite interesting. Fantastic. Thank you so much for talking about your study with us today, Laurel. And thanks again for joining us. You bet. I really appreciate the opportunity. To learn more about this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.